Hey all you creeptacular creatures. My name's Kyle. And my name's Brittany. We're here to tell you about some creeps and conspiracies. Yeah, so welcome to the first episode of Creeps and Conspiracies podcast. We're here to talk about anything that you find spooky, like ghosts. Or the moon landing. Murders. Or the JFK assassination. Cryptids. Bigfoot. Nessie. <laughs> Anything in between. <laughs> um, bear with us. Obviously, as this is our first episode, we are very new to this. Um, but hopefully we'll make something entertaining for you guys. So what are you going to talk about today, Brittany? So I'm talking about Bobby Mackey's Music World in Wilder, Kentucky. This is probably like the first haunted place I remember hearing about when I was younger. Um, It was featured on Ghost Adventures, so that is how I heard about it. (laughs) Um, Which I'm sure, if you're a fan of the paranormal, um, you know exactly who Ghost Adventures are. Um, If not, I do talk about them a little bit, so let's jump on in. So, Bobby Mackey's Music World is a popular nightclub in Wilder, Kentucky. It's known as the most haunted nightclub in America, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) Owner Bobby Mackey is an American country singer who has, um, he's had an active music career since 1972. So he's still going strong today. Um, His music is compared to the likes of Hank Williams, Conway Twitty, Merle Haggard, and more. That's right up your alley, Kyle. (laughs) Um, I lost my place. There we go. Shortly after starting his music career, he opened Bobby Mackey's Music World in 1978. And it's at 44 Licking Pike. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Trust me. It's a little funny, <laughs> but that is in um, Wilder, Kentucky, like I said previously. Uh, music was always Mackie's passion, and uh, he opened his nightclub with the vision of making it like this fun country nightclub, kind of like a little honky-tonk kind of thing. Um, Mackie, however, had no idea what he was in for <laughs> when he purchased this property, so... When renovating the property, a young man was helping Mackie and began to tell him about all the local lore of the property that he just bought. So on the property in 1850, there was a meat packing facility slash slaughterhouse. Um, With the location of this property, the slaughterhouse would serve Kentucky as well as Cincinnati, Ohio, um, which I looked it up because I was really like curious how it can serve two states. Right. But it's only a 13-minute drive from Wilder, Kentucky to Cincinnati. Have you seen those buildings on, like, the border of Canada? Where, like, there'll be, like, old, like, one-room schoolhouse buildings and there'll be a line through the middle of the building? No. Like, one side of the building's Canada, the other side's America? So it's, like, a border in the building? It was just built there before the border, so it's just, like, a... You would think that they would move the border a little bit in that spot, then. Ah, fuck (laughs) Well, um, so... The slaughterhouse was right next to the border of Ohio and Kentucky. Um, in the basement of the slaughterhouse, there was a well. That well was dug to 
hold all the blood, the guts, the bones, the animal debris, anything that was discarded during the slaughtering process. All that good so, stuff. All the delicious, yummy, good stuff. All the lip tits and ass. <laughs> You just make the hot dogs with? Yeah. Anything that would be in your hot dogs or bologna <laughs> went in that well. Sorry, friends. Um, according to researchers, it's likely that satanic rituals happened in this well, and human bones and blood and etc. were put down there as well. Uh, also, I apologize if you hear paper rustling. I did this on paper, full on old school. Do we even know what paper is anymore? <laughs> Their homework. Yeah, I did, I did my homework. Um, in 1896, the headless body of a young woman, um, she was a 22-year-old small-town girl from Indiana, um, was found less than two miles from the slaughterhouse. Her name was Pearl Bryan, um, and at the time of her death, um, I'm sorry, Pearl was pregnant. <laughs> I, I promise I'm nervous laughing. It's not... I, I don't find that funny, but... I find it hilarious. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so come to find out, she died as a result of her boyfriend named Scott Jackson, who was a dental student, and his roommate, Alonzo Walling, who was also a dental student, um, well, attempting... <laughs> well, there's a lot of reasons you don't trust Dennis. <laughs> Um, but these two men were attempting to terminate Pearl's pregnancy themselves, so they figured that their dental knowledge... Going there for a root canal and an abortion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it was a two for one. Um, but obviously that went wrong. Obviously. And they dumped her body in the empty field near the slaughterhouse. They decapitated her in an effort to hide her identity. However, she was identified by her shoes. I tried to look up, like, how she was identified by her shoes. If you think about it today, like, Jordans, they're right. mass-produced. <laughs> so, like, okay. everyone can have the same pair of shoes, but I guess in this time, her shoes were unique. The shoemaker looked at them and was like, oh, yeah, I made those. Yeah, the neighborhood shoemaker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was like, what are they called? The little Cowboy men cow. with the fucking hammers. Um, so her decapitated head was never found. <laughs> Rip. However, it is speculated that Scott, Pearl's boyfriend, was involved in a satanic cult. Um, it was the best cult. I don't know about that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and that her head was dumped in the well that is now in the basement of Bobby Mackey's Music World. That's crazy. Right. Scott and Alonzo were both hung at the same time from the same barrister. I think that's what it's called. Mm. Um, and they maintained their innocence until they died. Apparently, Alonzo, before dying, claimed that he would haunt the area forever. I don't blame him. I mean... If I was innocent, you know? I got hung? But obviously... Hanged? Hanged? I'm pretty sure it's hanged. I think it's hung. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's hanged. You can Google that while I'm still talking. Hey Siri, is it hanged or hung? <laughs> Asshole. Um... Does Siri give you an answer? Past tense of hang. Hong is the best tense to hang. Yeah. Yeah, bitch. Hong. (laughs) Um, So like I said, it's rumored that Pearl's head is down in that well, but it's never been recovered. The slaughterhouse was was 
demolished in the early 1900s, mm-hmm. and a casino slash speakeasy was erected. Oh. <laughs> in its place. <laughs> um, shooting craps. Yeah, shooting something. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> so, Cincinnati, Ohio, mobsters um, wanted to use that location for their own operation. When the owner, his name was E.A. Buck Brady. He goes by Buck instead of E.A. Right? Buck. <laughs> um, refused to sell the mob. Refused to sell um, the casino and speakeasy to the, the mob. mob. Um, the mob's violence increased. Uh, they started attacking patrons in the driveway, the parking lot. Um, it's never good for business. No, no, exactly. So the mobsters were like, fuck you, you're not selling this to us, so I'm just going to ruin your business, basically. Right. So Buck drew out his gun one day on mobster Albert Red Matterson, and Buck was charged with attempted murder in the casino. I don't know what I wrote. <laughs> Something about the casino in 1946. I think it closed. That's what I meant to write. The casino closed in 1946. Just, just say, say that. I'll edit it. What? I'll edit it. Just okay. from there. So, Buck drew his gun on mobster Albert Red Matterson, and Buck was charged with attempted murder, and the casino closed in 1946. In the 1950s, the building was reopened as a nightclub called the Latin Quarter, Notorious singers such as Elle Fitzgerald, oh. Nat King Cole, oh. um, performed there. So a lot of big names That's cool. for that time. Um, so when it was the Latin Quarter, a dance hall girl named Johanna, who was the owner's daughter, fell in love with a performer named Robert Randall. Johanna got pregnant by Robert, and the pair intended to run off together. She could have gotten knocked up by Nat King Cole. I know, know, right? It could have (laughs) been at least a bigger name. I mean, it's... Think about the time, though. It's the 50s. Um, Also, there's just so many, like, pregnant people in this, and uh, it doesn't end well for them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they had, like, 20 kids back then, because all the kids would just die. Yeah. You know? Even in the 50s? Yeah, dude. Oh, I don't My know. My grandparents had like nine kids, dude. That's true. <laughs> um, however, Johanna's father didn't approve of this. So he didn't like their relationship, didn't want them together, and he ordered a hit on Robert. Oh, shit. When Johanna learned that her lover passed, um, she poisoned herself as well as her father. In 1978, the nightclub was forced to be closed as a result of fatal shootings and fights when the bar served primarily bikers under the name of Hard Rock. (laughs) (laughs) This was not associated with, like, the Hard Rock Cafe restaurant chains. It was just some biker bar named the Hard Rock. They're like, no relation. No relation. (laughs) Or just use that name. I don't know when the Hard Rock was created, so... Can they sue? Probably like this. I don't know. It feels like a late 70s, 80s thing. <clears throat> um, later that year, Bobby Mackey bought it and began Bobby Mackey's Music World, which still stands today. It's still open and running and doing good. So, Bobby Mackey considers himself a skeptic, but claims that paranormal phenomena has been happening since day one. Hmm. So, once he bought that property and got in there, 
shit started happening. So the ectoplasm hit the fan. Yeah, the ectoplasm <laughs> hit the fan, spewed everywhere, <laughs> ruined the newly painted walls. Um, so former caretaker Carl Lawson, uh, who was also like a really good friend of Bobby's, he lived there for 13 years in an apartment above the bar. Mm-hmm. And he was also um, like the bartender, someone who would take care of the property when it was closed, mm-hmm. kind of just help with its functioning. Um, he had an exorcism performed on him <laughs> in wow. the kitchen. Um, Lawson felt as if the spirit of Scott Jackson, so Pearl's boyfriend who killed her in that botched abortion, was trying to possess him and take over his body. (laughs) While Lawson... (laughs) I don't know if y'all can tell, but Kyle is a real skeptic over here. (laughs) So, talking about possessions and, like, exorcisms, spirits and shit, he's over here like, yeah, right! Wow. Wow. (laughs) Um, So, while Lawson worked at the bar, he would tell patrons the stories of his experience there, so the exorcism, (laughs) um, and any other ghostly happenings that he was a part of. Um, Bobby Mackey was not thrilled about this. He was like, yo, dude, you're trying to ruin my business. Like, why would you do that? Right. However, it took a turn that Bobby Mackey was not expecting, and it actually made business boom. A lot of people just really want to be in a haunted bar. <laughs> it's like that episode of Bob's Burgers where Louise says that we serve human meat. And at first <laughs> it's bad for the place, but people end up coming just for the human meat. Yeah, all the weirdos are like, hmm, human meat. It's like 50 bucks a burger. All the foodies, the exotic foodies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, a friend of Mackey's named Doug Hers- Hershey. I think that's Hershey. Well, Doug. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Doug, <laughs> Doug wrote the book Hell's Gate, um, which is about the experiences Lawson and others have had on the property. Why his book was titled Hell's Gate is because the basement and the tunnels below it, so where that well is, are known to be the portal to hell and be tied to a bunch of malevolent activity. So that's where the cults are said to have practiced. Um, they did see, like, evidence of cult activity, but how much of it is evidence and just some, like, asshole who went right. down there and spray-painted a pentagram, you know? Right. Someone who wasn't allowed to hang out with them was like, fuck them. Yeah. Screw these guys. Right. I'm gonna say that their place had fucking cultists in it. Right. <laughs> so, uh, many claim that this area is demonic due to the... Rumors of satanic activity that happened in the slaughterhouse as well. So many of the bar patrons and employees have been scratched. (laughs) Um, Some claim this to be demonic. However, this is my favorite part. How... Oh, others. (laughs) (laughs) Others believe it to be a ghost cat. Just walking around and... Ghost cat? A ghost cat. (laughs) Just scratching people and being a little asshole. Um, employees have claimed to hear disembodied meows and see something small and like a yellowish orange run across the floor. So they believe that to be the ghost cat. (laughs) Some of the ghosts people often see while they're here are Pearl's headless body, Buck Brady, the former owner, 
who fought off the mob. <laughs> Can we talk about that? <laughs> what a badass. <laughs> yeah, well, he went to jail, but rip. <laughs> Alonzo Walling, so the guy who helped Scott Jackson kill Pearl and her unborn child. A 70s-esque hippie guy. So I tried to find more information about that, and I couldn't, so I'm just going to picture Charles Manson. (laughs) So some guy with long hair from the 70s talking about Woodstock, peace, love, and a race war. (laughs) Legalized pot, man. Um, A man with a handlebar mustache is known to be violent, and he's seen in the men's bathroom there. I don't trust anyone with a handlebar mustache. That's a big fucking mood. I knew this guy with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> he was the biggest fucking creep. <laughs> um, and of course, Johanna is seen there. So, people claim that the spirit of Johanna is present. They become overwhelmed. So when she's there, they're overwhelmed. They smell the scent of roses. And a lot of people claimed that they weren't exactly afraid of Johanna's spirit. Right. However, some people said that she was rude to them and was like, get out. So, I don't know. I don't blame her. She's mad. I mean, her baby daddy's dead. She's dead. Her dad's dead. Right. <laughs> her unborn know. baby's dead. I'd be pissed, too. He was never alive. Well, well <laughs> that's a whole different debate. That's not for this <laughs> podcast. Um... People claim to hear growling in the basement. Doors nice. moving on their own. <laughs> it's the ghost cat. Uh, disembodied voices. Uh, things have been knocked over and thrown at people. An employee had a shard of glass thrown at her. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty wild. Um, so, everyone's favorite paranormal investigator, Zach Baggins... And the Ghost Adventures crew investigated Bobby Mackey's Music World not once, but twice. The first time um, was actually the series premiere of Ghost Adventures, and this is like, I'm just going to tell my age, but it's like my fondest childhood memory <laughs> is watching Ghost Adventures. And I, like, I have uh, like almost Vietnam flashbacks of Ghost Adventures as like a 13-year-old child. <laughs> Um, the first investigation led to some compelling evidence, so I want to hear your take on it, since it is compelling evidence, according to my source. Mm. Um, and of course, our friend Zach, he likes to go in, his, like, MO, for someone who might not watch Ghost Adventures, like Kyle, as he goes in and he taunts the spirits. (laughs) He goes in and he's like, fuck me up, bro! They could say that the place is haunted by a demon, and he's like, scratch me. Actually, kill Aaron, which is his, like, co-investigator and his friend, and he's just like, kill my friend. So, Zach gets a lot of, like, critiques for being rude to spirits and taunting them. Well, we love Teresa Caputo. What about her? That's her name? Yeah! I don't know anyone who knows her name other than you. Love the Long Island medium. Teresa Caputo? Yeah. That's awesome. I aspire to be her. Right? That's very Long Island of her. Long Island. Long Island. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We lost anyone from Long Island now. (laughs) They're like, okay, maybe I'll give this a shot. They hear us making fun of them. They're like, "Hmm, bye, you fucking upstaters. (laughs) 
fucking hits. So, I know. <laughs> the crew experience, so the Ghost Adventures crew, experienced cold spots. Uh, hearing unexplained female voices, they heard female crying. Uh, Nick Groff, who was one of the OG Ghost Adventures members, who's no longer with them. Oh, shit. Any drama with that? So, okay. <laughs> I tried to find if there was. And there's, like, nothing on it. Which like, I mean, Ghost Adventures tea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Nick has his own show now. I believe it's called Paranormal Lockdown. Um, where he does his own investigations separate from Ghost Adventures. So, Nick Groth was using the men's restroom where the malevolent handlebar mustached spirit... Um, if I know that he wouldn't listen to us, I'd be like, hm, blank. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not about to ruin this man. So this mustached, sp- mush. <laughs> it's mustached gentleman. Thank you. <laughs> um, is known to be in this space. He's known to haunt the restroom and kind of be like a little bit of an asshole. Oh, is he a little pervy? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust any man with a handlebar mustache. And I think hangs out in a bathroom. The men's bathroom. Yeah, right? <laughs> Just imagine standing at the urinal and this apparition appears and he's like, hmm, twisting his mustache like, nice dick All I can think there. of is the strangler from Spongebob. The strangler. When he puts on a fake mustache, yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah, hangs yeah, yeah. Hangs out with a strangler. <laughs> yeah, strangler! <laughs> so Nick was in there using the bathroom. And he heard two loud bangs above where his head was. And he screamed and left. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> just like above where his head was while this man was taking a piss. Um, so he screamed. Yeah. As anyone would. <laughs> and I left- wouldn't scream if I was in a public restroom taking a piss and I heard two bangs. I mean, it was a lockdown. He was the only one in there and it was like dark and at night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd fucking scream. piss myself. I missed that part. That's if I was a dude and I... would definitely I- scream. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should... <laughs> bitch. <laughs> if I was a dude, like, I would just run still peeing. Like, it would be over. So he screamed. <laughs> and he left the bathroom without doing his fly. So he comes out trying to redo his fly, like, button it up or... I haven't seen button up flies in forever. So what really happened that he was embarrassed that his fly was down that he had to blame it on ghosts? <laughs> that's the real... That's the questions we gotta ask, you know? Nick... Do you want to come on the show? We'd love to ask about your fly. <laughs> um, so they went back in to investigate, and Nick re- recreated the bangs. So the... <laughs> um, after he does, another bang occurred that none of the guys did. Um, they heard a male singing, and they recorded spikes of EMF, which is electromagnetic fields... Um, that were unexplained in this bathroom. Yeah. So they're in there investigating. Those, those ghost things they track with things. Were yeah, yeah. So it's the little dial that like yeah. when there's a large electromagnetic field spike. What are those things that they use to record like nuclear stuff? You know what I'm talking about? Like... That's probably something to do with like radiation detection. Yeah. But I have no fucking idea. So like a Kaiser. Something. I don't know. Right, yeah. When we talk about Chernobyl, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll know. Whether or not nuclear energy is good or not. Well, that's the team. I, I have no idea, honestly. I sound so pretentious even saying it. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fuck, we're just learning that, like, oil is I live near three of them, though, so if something does go bad, I'm fucked, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, stop triangulating us, but... Fuck <laughs> So, um, they heard some guys singing when they were investigating the bathroom. <laughs> like, just a male voice singing and, like, humming and shit. So, after that, they moved to the basement where the well is. And, um, after some time, Zach, our favorite person in the whole wide world, got a burning sensation. Zach attack. Zach attack got a burning sensation. Is that one with a fly? No, that's Nick. Oh. I was gonna say. (laughs) No. What's he doing? Zach got a burning sensation. I'm sorry, our dog is a little asshole. (laughs) We love him, but he. He's the Bobbies. If you don't give him attention, he lets you know. His name's Elvis. Oh, <laughs> Are you just gonna get him to howl for the recording? I was trying, I was just in my lap. So he's a forty-pound beagle, and he just decided to jump into Kyle's lap and pretend that he's a chihuahua, mm-hmm. a little lap dog. Little babies. What? Oh. <laughs> you have to edit this out. <laughs> Alright, did you Bobby? Bobby. <laughs> so Zach, in the basement, after some time, gets a burning sensation. And he lifts up his shirt, which, Kyle, you don't know much about ghost adventures. But let me tell you, Zach Baggins' favorite thing to do is show off his disgustingly overdone muscles. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, in my mind, I'd rather he took off his shirt, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, Zach, someone really did fucking scratch you, huh? <laughs> you just wanted to show off. Your muscles. Yeah, you I know just what? happened to have uh, tanned. And <laughs> right. I waxed my chest this <laughs> afternoon for this investigation. Um, so he lifted up his shirt to find supernaturally inflicted scratch marks. So more scratches started. I mean, he didn't scratch himself, and I don't think any of the guys, one of them was like, you know? I hate to be that guy. But it is a television show. What if nothing was happening? They're like, all right, fuck it. Scratch Zach's bag. <laughs> it Let's was, get out of here. It was their fucking series premiere. So. I don't want to be the, you know, I'm just Gotta get the views. Mm-hmm. Zach, if you want to talk about it, we're more than welcome for you to join us. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to fucking block us on everything. He'll sue us for using his name. Sorry, Zach. We love you. Um, so yeah, after he found those scratches, more scratches started to appear on his back throughout the night. So the team caught glowing anomalies around Zach, so little, like, orbs of light that would be around Zach, and... That's cool. Whoosh. I see, that's more... I buy... That's more, like, fucking, hey, look at that, than the scratches to me. So you believe in orbs? Bro, there's some shit about orbs, man. Kyle's the most skeptical person that I know, and he's over here like, hmm, orbs, nah, let dude, me tell you. I've heard shit about orbs. Orbs can also get often debunked as dust. Very well could be, man, but, you know. Orbs. Orbs. <laughs> or- what about orbies? <laughs> it's just some fucking orbies yeah, going dude. around, Zach. Some, like, neon pink orbies. Orbies are our ancestors. Well... <laughs> <laughs> So the team caught glowing anomalies around Zach. They also got some EVPs, or electronic voice phenomena, mm-hmm. and caught a few shadow figures, including a man with a cowboy hat. I love cowboys. 
Yeah, well, this guy you're not going to love. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's believed to be Scott Jackson, uh, Pearl, Bri- Pearl Bryan's boyfriend that did that oh, abortion and fucking decapitated The dentist, dude? The dentist. Okay. Imagine your dentist rolling up to give you, like, a tooth hat. cleaning with a cowboy hat. I wouldn't let anyone with a southern accent do any work on me. I thought you were going to say on your teeth, and I'd be like, yeah, me my, too. My teeth, my body, <laughs> no matter what it is. What do you have against southern accents? Nothing. It's just... They don't. They don't. They don't sound smart. <laughs> I know that sounds classist, but I, I definitely want like someone to sound smart. You fucking Yankee. <laughs> they don't have to be from. I mean, Indian dudes sounds Indians. Fucking. What kind of Indians? Like from fucking India. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What kind of Indian? I was trying to catch you. <laughs> Young so. <laughs> Episode one, and we're gonna. Be- Fucking canceled. It's fine. Um. <laughs> so. What the f- <laughs> oh, the fuck? Two minutes of me wheezing. I'm leaving it in there. Oh, no. Alright. We have a good time here. So. uh, So that man with the cowboy hat that they caught, they believe to be Scott Jackson. Their lockdown ends. And the crew concluded that there are evil spirits and demonic beings at Bobby Mackey's Music World. <laughs> in 2010, I believe this happened in like 2007, 2008, the initial lockdown. Yeah. But in 2010, the uh, Ghost Adventures crew went back to Bobby Mackey's Music World for a secondary investigation. <laughs> 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 what the fuck, Kyle? He went back to Bobby Mackey's Music World, the mm-hmm. Ghost Adventures crew, for a secondary investigation. This is one of the very few times they've returned to a location. I mean, you don't really see that right. on places. Especially in such a short time after. I mean, it was only three years. You'd think, like, maybe after ten, right. you'd go back. But What seasons were this? The first season, and I think season four. Oh, okay. So that's, that's cool, huh? Yeah. So it's not like they were at the end of the things and they're like, we're just desperate for ideas there, you know? No, no, no. They're on like season 20-something yeah, now. Yeah, no, I was going to say they're gone for a while. So they, the first investigation of Bobby Mackey's Music World was in season one, mm-hmm. episode one. Well, that was like the show premiere. <laughs> yeah. Like the, very, like the premiere premiere. That's cool. Yeah, the series premiere. Yeah. And then they went back for in season I was four. season premiere when you said that? Yeah, no, it was like the fucking beginning. That's cool. Um... So this is one of the few times that they've returned to a location to reinvestigate. According to the Ghost Adventures crew, after their initial investigation, spirits followed them home and impacted their relationships with their wives and their girlfriends. <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, bygones be bygones, you know? Or, I mean, I shouldn't 
I shouldn't drag Zach Baggins through the dirt, but he'd probably use that as an excuse. Right. Like, oh shit, my girlfriend and I are fighting a lot. It was a demon. Right. <laughs> um, so I wasn't cheating anyway. It was a... I was possessed. Yeah. It was Bobby Mackey's yeah, Music it was, World. It was, what was that broad's name? Johanna. It was Johanna. It was a succubus. Johanna, Johanna. That song was fire, bro. Yeah. No, Bobby Mackey's a really good musician. Well, I'm going to play his song. It was the only one that ever charted for him. Yeah. When you're going to talk and play it. Okay. So, during this investigation, they found even more compelling evidence than the first time. They caught residual humming and crashing. Zach claimed to see a pair of red eyes multiple times during this investigation. Um, They caught some anomalies that were unexplained going towards the Ghost Adventures crew. They heard growling. Um... They caught many EVPs, and a few, I wrote down what they said. A few said, I'm going to kill Zach. I'm going to kill your wife. (laughs) Fuck you. That's because it's the devil. Okay, so, um, I feel like the Zach guy has a really inflated ego, does he? Yeah. I feel, okay, did he say I'm going to kill Zach, or did he, maybe they heard something, like, very threatening like that. I'm not saying it's all bullshit. No, that's... Maybe they heard, oh, he's going to kill, I'm going to kill you, but did he say I'm going to kill Zach? Yeah, that's what the EVP said. I'll pl- I'll find him and I'll play them for you. Right. It's really hard to find, like, older seasons of Ghost Adventures, which really sucks, because that's when it was, like, right. <laughs> good. Zach is like, I don't know, bro, I'm just so handsome, all the ghosts <laughs> I'm, attracted me. I'm just so fucking ripped, everyone wants me. <laughs> And then on the spirit box, which I, (laughs) Kyle keeps making fun of me. So we're recording this the day after Halloween. Merry Christmas, by the way. Yes, Merry Christmas. Um, and so last night we were hanging out and we were driving and I'm on my bullshit and I'm like the veil, the veil between (laughs) both worlds is thin. The veil between this world and the next is thin. And he's over here driving in this... We're in the middle of fucking nowhere, by the way. Like, farms on both sides of us. Nothing but fields in the open road. And I'm like, the veil between this world and the next. The veil. The veil is thin. So. Between this world and the next. Get a little ASMR. The next. The next. Um... So on the spirit box, which is, like, really common to, like, I don't know, the spotlight. Bullshit artists. No, people use the spirit box <laughs> all the time. Fuck you, I want a spirit box. Um, they caught the words and phrases, Zachary. Um, afraid of heights, which Zach Baggins is afraid of heights. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and more. Um, and then with a word database... They caught the words Scott and I killed Pearl Brian, bad memories and more, but this isn't all. What, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a Ghost Adventures episode if Zach didn't get possessed. Possessed? (laughs) Possessed. So Zach and Aaron, which Aaron has always been my favorite. I had the biggest fucking crush on him as a child. No one checks Zach. No one's like, all right, Zach, relax, bro. They fucking feed into it. <sighs> but this is why, like... It's disgusting. This is why <laughs> outsiders that aren't really, like, Zach stands, they're like, fuck you. You taunt the ghost. You and your muscles. <laughs> <laughs> taunt these fucking beings. 
But, so Zach and Aaron were both possessed here. Which, Aaron, you have my heart. You still have my heart. Okay. Wow. So Zach heard a creepy growl, and then his mood changed. He felt as if something was trying to channel through him. Can I say something? Yeah. If that ghost possessed Zach, if I was a ghost and I possessed a guy who had a television show, he's probably pretty well off. We know he's got a great body. I'll just stay. I'll just stay. I'm Zach now. Yeah. Why did he leave? Uh, Catholicism. <laughs> they had a fucking bishop with them. I'm pretty sure it was a bishop. The last six, eight-year-olds, and then they're fucking, the ghost goes away. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> The Boy Scouts in there, too. What is it? <laughs> yeah, the Boy Scouts pledge. How many fingers they put in your ass? <laughs> Stop. You're such an asshole. But no, I get that. If I was a ghost and I was possessing someone like Zach Baggins, who was wealthy, he had a really hot girlfriend at the time. I can't remember her name, but she was like blonde with big old titties. Like, yeah. fuck. Some tig old bitties. Some tig old bitties. <laughs> um, yeah, I would just say. So, after the investigation, Zach had to have an exorcism performed on him. And I know you're laughing. <laughs> and he was told to never go back to Bobby's Mackey's Music World again. Because it was dangerous for him. So. What, did the fucking deal fall through with Bobby Mackey and the guys over at... The suits over at Ghost Hunters? The suits at Ghost Hunters. Like, we're not going to promote your business anymore. Go fuck your... It was actually on Travel Channel. Travel Channel? Travel Channel, man. That's where I got a lot of my research from. From Travel Channel, Ghost Adventures. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, Aaron became demonically possessed, and once the camera was off, became very angry and wanted to hurt the bishop that went with them on the investigation. They brought a bishop? They brought a bishop. <laughs> they came fully prepared. Oh, <laughs> Um... So Bobby Mackey's Music World is still open today, and it's still serving patrons. Uh, I had to. <laughs> You're leaving that in there. No. <laughs> so Bobby Mackey's Music World is still open today and is serving patrons. I actually visited their website, and it tells you like all the concerts that they have. They have a stage, so you should get your name out there and play at Bobby Mackey's while I go ghost hunting. Yeah. Um... They have signs all over the bar stating that the bar is haunted and the company can't be held liable for the actions of the ghosts and spirits there. <laughs> like, I didn't. You, it wasn't our food. It was a ghost that gave you food poisoning. Our floors weren't <laughs> wet. The ghost pushed you down yeah, the stairs. It was ectoplasm. <laughs> the ectoplasm. <laughs> yeah, so that is Bobby Mackey's Music World in Wilder, Kentucky. Kind of just a... Satanist? No, he was, wasn't he like just bored basically? He was like, I want to do what I want. He didn't really have like any of the spiritualness of it. I honestly don't remember. I have to touch up on it. I was touch up on Anton in middle school. So fuck it. It's like a philosophy about how it's just a symbol. They use Satan as a symbol to do like what you want, basically. Well, yeah. I mean, they weren't. They don't actually like believe in Satan. Yeah, that I was gonna say they weren't actually worshiping Satan. And like, we're gonna get into this later. We're gonna talk all about the Satanic Panic of the eighties, but like. The Satanists aren't going around doing the shit that, like, movies make them out to be. They're not fucking stabbing a goat in the throat and letting it bleed out to, like, summon demons, like... It's the Catholics. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, as a Catholic myself. <laughs> Sacrifice goats? No. I've never... <laughs> actually, one Christmas, my great-grandma... <laughs> kidding. I've never been a part of a, a sacrificial ceremony. But... I've been to a couple pig roasts. <laughs> Does that count? I think so. <laughs> I've never been to a pig roast. Wait, does it count when you go to, like, Red Lobster and pick out your own lobsters and they get boiled? Is that an animal sacrifice? I think that's a sacrifice. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Red Lobsters is the real Satanist. <laughs> that franchise. Sucks, and I hate how much it sucks. Yeah, but they're biscuits, though. They're, not, they're okay. I'd rather go to fucking, uh... Fucking, uh... Texas Roadhouse, kid. <laughs> I like their biscuits. Yeah. They're buns. They're buns. They're <laughs> I love bread. <laughs> So much. I can live off bread and soda, and I know that's disgusting. <laughs> but, <laughs> this guy literally comes home with a loaf of Italian bread for dinner, eats the entire inside, and leaves me like the fucking shell. I like the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, we're gonna probably wrap it up for our first yeah. go with this. Well, Sorry mine was so, wasn't as exhilarating as Britney's. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. But I told you a little about the Acacia Records. You can look to it for yourself. You know. Talked a little bit about who the real Satanists are. I'm really just the tech guy. He doesn't give himself as much credit as he should, but it's fine. I wasn't prepared. (laughs) (laughs) It's very on brand for Kyle. (laughs) But it's fine. So, you can find us on social media, not Twitter, because I'm not Twitter savvy. Tweeters. But Instagram, we have a Facebook page, um, at Creeps and Conspiracies. And then you can email us if you'd like at Creeps and Conspiracies Podcast at gmail.com. Send us whatever you want. Um, no unsolicited dick pics. Thank you. <laughs> um, but if you have like. A creepy story, or if you've been to Bobby Mackey's Music World, fucking tell me about it because I really want to go there. Like, no joke, Kyle's a musician. He sings a lot of like country and folk. And um, our goal with this podcast actually is just to get him a gig there. So, <laughs> yeah, Bobby Mackey, if you're listening, Kyle would love to play at your bar, and I would love to ghost hunt there. So, thank you for tuning in and. I have one more thought I want to put out there. Oh, excuse me. What about how the MAGA hat is the new Hitler stash? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to mention, Kyle's also a fucking comedian. (laughs) He says he's the tech guy, but he's really the one immersed in all senses of entertainment. But. (laughs) Alright, well, we'll catch you next time, callers. Remember, keep it creepy. Keep it creepy. Hey.